Good morning. Our sermon this morning is a shift in the seasons. It is the season of Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas you've heard of. That's where we are. But this week, we are turning the page into the season of Epiphany, the, the Festival of Lights. You can almost imagine this is the way the lighting director in the drama would take the, the light itself, the focus of the light, and shift it to follow a particular character. And in Epiphany, that's what this, that's what's going on is Jesus is in the light, and the stories are all about the way in which he comes forward, and that's the way this story goes. I'd like to read a news report that's just come in from Bethlehem. It's a way of, of uh, introducing our scripture from Matthew 2. This report just in from Bethlehem, an unknown number of Middle Eastern men were detained after they attempted to cross Israel's eastern border. It is not yet known which Arab country they come from, but border officials noted they were disguised as royal dignitaries and riding camels. Upon inspection of their bags, they discovered they had gold, frankincense, and myrrh with them and suspected they were smuggling those items into the country illegally. The three men denied there were, they were kings, but instead claimed they were a research team of astronomers following a star from the east. Authorities were skeptical of their belief the star would lead them to a royal Jewish baby that had recently been born. Border officials also reported seeing a strange slow-moving light in the sky, likely that of an unrecognized military aircraft with hovering capabilities. This craft was observed by officials in the area, but not detected by Israeli defense radar, leading to a heightened concern that the craft was equipped with advanced stealth capabilities. This is Matthew reporting from Bethlehem. More on nightly news at 10. The Bethlehem of the Bible was just a small village, just a few miles, four or five miles south of Jerusalem, known more for being King David's birthplace than anything else. It may have been a sleepy little village back then, a little town, but things have changed with the urban sprawl of Jerusalem that now embraces it. In our time, it has grown into a bustling Jerusalem suburb. The problematic issue is that now it's a part of the Arab West Bank. And crossing back and forth from the Arab section into the Jewish quarter where there are jobs for those lucky enough to ha have them is tense because of the massive concrete wall separating Israel and the West Bank and controlled by the vigilant presence of the Israeli army. In the center of the town square stands a large fourth century church built over the small cave, many believe was a sheep herder's cave. This may have been where Jesus was born. That's the belief about it. In order to enter this subterranean birth site, you pass through a small entrance behind and below the chancel. And visitors in near silence stoop to enter below the surface of the ground into the cave where Jesus may have been born. Stooping and entering in silence is a spiritual discipline whenever we go on pilgrimage with God. 
where will our faith take us? Maybe we're to follow the example of those magi to take hold of the star that's leading us. Maybe we need to move into the future by moving out of the comfortable and the known and together, together move into the new ways of service and mission. Maybe our calling and is something that will become plainer. Once we take the first step under the logic that you have to tip over the first domino for the direction to appear. I think the first step demands we have a mysterious sense of the will of God. Great journeys are driven by purpose and direction and risk. This church needs a fresh wind of the spirit to breathe new life into us. And so the question for us this epiphany season would be, what is the will of God for us? We need that kind of clarity as a church. We need to know who we are and where we're headed. And like those wandering magi following the only light they had, they found themselves bringing gifts to an unlikely baby in an obscure little town where once a great Jewish king had been birthed. This is the season of Epiphany. How does Epiphany, the season, the festival of light, illuminate our worship with power and direction? As we read Matthew's account of the journey of the Magi to Jerusalem in search of the child born king of the Jews, we could refuse to be distracted by the aspects of Hebrew prophecy fulfilled or the astrological phenomenon of the star. Instead, we should take notice of the wise men's raw, unrestrained response. They worshiped. Something amazing happened to the wise men. They had a moment of revelation, a transcendent experience of the divine, and they could not contain their joy. Biblical scholar Ron Getz writes, they had lost the composure and reserve of scholars and sages, giving way to an ecstasy of naked adoration. That kind of unfiltered interpretation should cause us to wonder, when was the last time that happened to us in worship? What would happen if it happened right here, right now in our midst? What would happen if we followed our star and risked everything in doing so? On this good day of epiphany, what star are you following? And what would God have you do in response to the great light shining? We are called as a church to follow the star in our heavens, sensing the will of God who calls us to worship and to serve the world's great needs. As the new year opens up, we will be searching the heavens for a new pastor who will partner with us to fulfill God's great calling. The wonderful scholar Howard Thurman inspires us this season in his poem, The Work of Christmas. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the sky is gone, when the kings and princes are home, when the shepherds are back with their flock, then the work of Christmas begins. To find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring peace among others, to make music in the heart. Thank you for being here with us. We pray for your safety and warmth 
and security this season. Amen.